Hello and welcome to the Full Nelson Press Podcast, Episode 2. We are recording this on July 27th. I am the creator of the FullNelsonPress.com. It's the unofficial WWE webcomic. My name is Brandon Kirkpatrick. You can find me on Twitter on Johnny, J-O-N-N-Y underscore Tango. Uh, my normal host that I have with me, uh, Pete, is out of town this week. Uh, good good to know. Good, good start because we're on Episode 2. So today, uh, I'm here with another wrestling artist. Uh, he's here to join me. Uh, he runs the popular Facebook page Wrestling Cartoons. He goes by the name Ed the Cartoonist. Uh, you can also follow him. His ha- uh, Twitter is H-E-R-R underscore O-P-A. And of course, you can follow the Full Nelson Press at T-F-N-P. Uh, Ed, got some... Hey, what's uh, up? How's it going? Not too bad. <clears throat> I, I ruined my entry. I was going to say something, <clears throat> you know, evil, like we meet again or something like that. But right. Anyway. Right. Uh, what a lot of people don't know, uh, probably because uh, a lot of people don't know about anything that we do. Uh, yeah. The two years uh, now, we're probably up to the third one. If, if we're still up for it, we do a, uh, a Survivor Series comic where we both oh, just yeah. kind of split a comic and kind of just have fun with it with the different teams that we have. So we've been uh, – we. I don't know. We've known each other for a couple of years now. This is the first time we've actually talked. So that's yeah. Oh yeah. As yeah. always. As always is exactly. Right. Uh, so first of all, uh, just got done f- watching Raw. Uh, like I said, this was on July 27th that we're recording this. Uh, Seth Rollins kills John Cena. It's uh, it's official. Uh, John oh, is Cena that what happened? Is dead. He's dead. Oh. Huh. Wait. 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 So <clears throat> wait. For those listening, um, I was talking to Brandon before the show started, and I actually told him I didn't watch Raw. Um, I kind of followed along to it on my cell phone. It's a really long story, actually. Um, <clears throat> but basically what it comes down to is I don't have a TV. I don't have cable, so, and I don't like streaming it because it's just a pain in the ass. Oh, and all those pop-ups and all that. And <clears throat> I would just rather watch it on my cell phone, and I'll just pop up that, uh, what is it, Pages Manager or whatever it is, yeah. the app. Uh, that I use for wrestling cartoons, and I'll just uh, look at people's other websites, what they're reporting on Raw. So that's all I have. So hopefully I can get a, a good rundown of it. <laughs> well, what what I'm saying is uh, the main event of uh, of uh, Raw yeah. was uh, Seth Rollins versus John Cena for the U.S. title. So right. obviously they're they're building up for Seth Rollins versus John Cena as at SummerSlam, which oh, I man. am just completely. Just I just don't care. Like I, no, I, yeah, I, I, I we'll get on this here just this tangent later a little it's bit like, later. Didn't he already tap out tonight? Then what's the point of seeing them go to SummerSlam? I don't know. I uh, I don't think he. T- I don't. I don't see. That's the thing. My uh, my my uh, DVR hiccuped at the ending. So like I saw him like pull him into the ring, and the next thing I know it was John Cena's music. I didn't get to see what happened. So I, I so he had tapped out. Is that what it happened? I think I read he so, tapped out to the STF. But the. Referring to the the uh, Seth Rollins killing John Cena, what it actually mm-hmm. had happened was I guess there was some kind of mix up where uh, uh, Rollins just need Cena in the face and like his nose looked like an elephant's trunk. That thing was oh yeah all he broke his place. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty pretty positive it's broken. It's it's gone. That's what I read as well. Yeah, yeah I saw that his broke. Yeah, it broke his nose. Right, right. So, so. I, I I guess that's where we kind of get to start. There there wasn't too much to see from Raw that I saw that was too uh, interesting. Bray uh, Wyatt throws another promo out, which to be honest, they're kind of just blending all into the same kind of promo each time. Yeah. Uh, no no Roman Reigns this week, which uh, breaking my heart. Uh, good match. <laughs> oh yeah. Between, uh, oh yeah. You're a big fan of Roman. Reigns. I do like Romans. I, I can't deny that. Uh, they had Big yeah. Show versus Dean Ambrose, which that was actually, a pretty good match. I enjoyed that one. And actually, going back to Roman Reigns, okay, that's not my biggest uh, thing against you. The biggest thing is you're always making comics, making Kane look weak. He's Absolutely. my favorite. Oh, I he, <laughs> so, but he is the he is the butt of every wrestling joke as oh, he yeah. is. So so it yeah. just he has to work for the punchline. But this week I did a comic about uh, Seth Rollins having to owe a favor to Undertaker for helping him out at Battlegrounds, and yeah. Kane was featured in it. And in no way shape he's or form hit. he's the butt of the joke. He was he oh. came out striving. So positive. yeah, for those for those listening, Brandon and I have had a small rivalry because when we we're gonna make a poster together, it's like well you know. 
what was it? We were doing the the one. Was it for Black Friday last year or something like that? Yeah, last year we did Black Friday. Yeah, and I had to do Kane, and you wanted to do Ziggler hitting the, hitting him with a shopping right. cart. And it's like I was like, no, hell no. Kane's my favorite. Kane's my favorite. I'm not gonna let you do do that. <laughs> yeah, and then what did we do the one before? I think I don't even think Kane was even in that one. Mm, I'm already. Over oh, it. wait, wait, wait. Wh which one? Uh, we only did two, so if it was the Black oh, yeah, Friday, yeah, yeah. the Thanksgiving one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thanksgiving one. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Kane wasn't in that one. There was more like Shield and Wyatt's and a couple of other people. Right, right. Uh, the other thing, uh, a lot of a lot of Divas action tonight. It was actually cool to see. I think the Divas. There was a uh, two matches for the Divas, and actually, I think about maybe three times that we got to see some divas on the mic. So overall, I think the div the, this raw, I think mainly focused on, on the, I, I would say the divas more than anything else. I mean, I don't know any other matches on the SummerSlam card other than Brock Lesnar and, uh, Seth Rollins. Undertaker. Or, yep. I'm sorry. Uh, Brock Lesnar and undertaker. I can assume that it's going to be Rollins versus Cena. I can assume that it's, Sheamus versus Randy Orton, which I am done with those two wrestling each other, or even. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Actually, I have actually have a response. I was gonna tell you at the beginning of the program, but I didn't. Uh, but basically, um, <clears throat> you know, you know how you mentioned you didn't want to play any entrance music for me, so I brought a friend here today. Oh no. Um. Yeah. Oh yeah. Listen to this. I have my guitar with me. Oh no. So what I just wanted to do is just, you know, play the emotion that we as wrestling fans feel when we, you know, hear something like, you know, Cena versus Rollins or what is it, Sheamus against Randy Orton again? Uh, yeah, that's what it's going to be. So it just deserves this. There you have it. That about sums up every time they're in the ring together, whether they are tag team together, whether they are feuding together. I've, I've had enough of uh, Randy Orton and Sheamus. Uh, yeah. I am excited about uh, where they're going with uh, uh, Cesaro and Kevin Owens. Really mm -hmm. rooting for Cesaro in that feud. Uh, I don't know. Kevin Owens, he's been a flop to me. I think a lot of people are 50-50 on him. I don't, I don't have any problems with the guy. I just... He just doesn't interest me. He's uh, he's another Daniel Bryan to me. Daniel Bryan, I never could truly get into his character, his overall really? yes yeah. scheme. I'll agree with Daniel Bryan because, I mean, <clears throat> there was that time, when was it, after, oh, Roy, no, no, before WrestleMania 30, before he actually won the title, mm -hmm. there was this thing where Daniel Bryan would go, I mean, his his promos were just a formula. It was just just ridiculous. Right. It was like he would, he would come to the ring, he'd grab the mic, and then he would say, oh, the authority doesn't think I can win the WWE title, but I'm going to do whatever I can to win it. Or, or no, no, sorry. He would say something like, uh, do I think I'm going to win the WWE title? And then he would go, yes, yes, right. yes, yes, until Triple H's music hit. I right. mean, I don't, I can't even, I mean, I can't even count how many times I saw that around. I was like, oh, I, I mean, I wonder what's going to happen. Is he going to yes until the commercials? Right. Hell no. Triple right. H is coming up to interrupt, interrupt him. And I agree. The, the yes... The yes was a, it really, I don't know, it, it, it didn't grow on me. Uh, I think there were some moments that it, it worked. There was, I can remember there was yeah. one time where it was Daniel Bryan versus Bray Wyatt in a cage match. And I can remember the, the hearing afterwards that Daniel Bryan had, had suffered a concussion during that match. And he gets up to the top of the cage and he starts doing the yes chant, but he does it slow. And the, and the whole arena just does it with him. And, and moments yeah. like that are magical when you can get those moments. But then you have, I think, maybe the following week where they had the fans actually run into the ring and do the yes chants with them. And it was just awkward cringeworthy <laughs> i just it felt forced it's stuff like that that i just don't en enjoy at all where there isn't that magic to it and i understand they have three hours to kill so they have to start doing that speaking of which uh going back to not knowing anything on the card really for SummerSlam, four yeah. hours is what they announced that summer yeah will be yeah i saw that actually the summer version of WrestleMania, which it kind of is, but now just in an absolute format of that. I yeah. would like to see SummerSlam be that WrestleMania for the true wrestling fans, where SummerSlam, you can use that moment to get the publicity that you need from, from outside to, to build up WrestleMania. But I'd like to see SummerSlam be focused on, this is the WrestleMania for the fans. And obviously, we're not going to see that this year, because SummerSlam is going to be flat this year. I see... 
even the main event of Undertaker versus Brock Lesnar, I, I am just so uninterested in that. Uh, the only thing I think I'm going to be excited for now will be Owens and Cesaro, unless wrestling surprises me in some way. I haven't seen any bit, big angle at all. Normally, wrestling kind of does like that big angle every yep. summer to kind of get you going. Uh, summer of Punk, Nexus, The Shield. Oh, exactly, I guess not the yeah. Shield, but... I don't. I don't see that at all this year. Daniel Bryan is seen and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So right. wait. Um. Don't they still have like a month to go? So uh, I maybe... think it's like uh either three to four weeks they still have three to go. Weeks. Okay. But so they I might don't... come up with something, but I agree with you. Like, it, and it happens often. Like you look at the cards and you say like, ah, eh, this isn't really looking all that well. Right. All that good. So yeah, I, I, I see that coming on again. Right. I just now now we have to start seeing them plant the seeds for whatever is going to going to start happening at SummerSlam and I, I the the seeds they're planting I'm not liking it's it's a uh, it's a bunch of weeds out there is all I could say. Yeah, I'm definitely not going to be interested in Cena versus Rollins and you know how well documented my dislike for Cena mm-hmm. is. I mean, even even though I changed my perspective on him right. throughout the years, and now I have a little bit more respect, and I guess I'm part of that bandwagon that says I like Cena the person, but not Cena the wrestler. Right. I guess you could say that, but... <laughs> uh, my only issue with him is Cena the product. Uh, just WWE just force-feeding him in every exactly. scenario. And yep. I, I just... I don't, I don't know what else to say about Cena. Uh, yeah. I don't know. We didn't... There was a different pace, I think, to wrestling tonight. We didn't get to see a lot of our characters. J&J Security is not there. Kane's not there. Again, uh, Roman Reigns wasn't there. Uh, no Brock Lesnar, no Undertaker, no no Paul Heyman even uh, at oh, all. Yeah. So it just yeah, felt to like a, match. It really felt, felt like, like a, a, a Raw down, a SmackDown, you could say, on Monday <laughs> nights. Yeah, like B minus Raw or something right, like that. Right, And it just, it just doesn't get that SummerSlam feel of we're hyping up to something nice. I just... I don't know. I, I the raw was flat for me this week. Uh, well, that, What's that? No, sorry. Before you before you move on, I just wanted to make another comment. You mentioned Kane wasn't there. Um, I just wanted to say. I mean, I've, I mean, I haven't been watching Raw and I haven't been drawing lately. But uh, every time I take a break from work, I always read like Reddit or you know Facebook or whatever it is. Um, there's a lot of people clamoring. They're saying, oh, what if Kane came back with the old mask? I just wanted to make a point, you know. I'm a huge fan of the old mask, Kane, you know, classic 90, 1997, 1998, maybe even 1999 Kane. I mean, this is he's just a beast, my favorite wrestler of all time. But I absolutely do not want him to come back in the original mask and the original attire. I just wanted to get that out there that well, it's not going to work. Do you mean it's original not- attire, like the original, like, debut the attire? Or are you just talking about anything with a mask on? No, I think with a mask on, they've already done. They've already done that crappy red mask he had last time. I'm just saying, a lot of people are saying, oh, what if he comes back with the original, you know, red mask with the black stripes mm-hmm. and the worn armed or uh, one sleeved attire? I'm like, no, hell no. No, no I think, uh, I think uh, Kane is. If he does come back with his mask, which I think they've hinted to a couple times that we've seen the mask in the case behind him, I think if yep. he did come back, he. I don't see him coming back in any old forms other than the current form that he had as the mask cane. And I don't see any new form. I just don't see his career having the longevity at all to yep. to do that. Cause I think we're in the later years of the canes and the big shows, which uh, I got to say, thank God. Cause uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm done with both. Uh, what was, Oh yes. Going back. Big show had a match uh, with uh, Dean Ambrose, Ambrose right? overall. Yep. It was good, but it was really just watching Dean just mess around with the slow giant. Uh, that was pretty much it. Uh, hmm. Shame, uh, no, it wasn't Seamus. Miz was out on the mic, which is the only thing Miz is good at is the commentating table. So, <laughs> yep. Yeah. So next is um, Arnold. Arnold Schwarzenegger is getting put into WWE 2K16. Actually, uh, I saw that commercial today. Uh, yeah. The game comes out in three months, and we haven't even seen any footage. Now, I am a huge fan of the wrestling games. I've been purchasing them even when there have been years that I haven't even been watching wrestling. I took like a four-year mm. break from wrestling, still picked up the games and played them. Some of the people on the roster I didn't even know. Uh, but I 
this this gear game that came out last year was horrendous for for the Xbox One is what I'd got it for, uh, and I'm really hoping that they can they could change that with this new one. I haven't seen anything at all on any news. E3 was just uh, in June, didn't see anything there at all. Uh, mm. I've just seen screenshots and then these just these trailers of cool Stone Colds in it. Uh, yeah. Arnold is a pre-order bonus, but still nothing at all on gameplay rosters, which I think they normally do the roster like, leak during like. Uh, SummerSlam, but I haven't heard anything on it at all yet, at all. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, like you said, I, I saw the trailers. The Stone Cold one was really cool. The mm-hmm. Terminator one was pretty awesome. Uh, you know, a bit of nostalgia there. And then, of course, Daniel Bryan looks like he belongs in that bar. Right, right. <laughs> With that beard and the beer and everything. Mm-hmm. It's just like, wait, I had to do a double take. I'm like, wait, is is he just an actor? Is, oh, that's Daniel Bryan. Okay. It's not okay. just a lumberjack. Exactly, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I agree with you. I mean, I'm not much of a gamer myself, but I can see where you're coming from. Like, yeah, they haven't really uh, released any footage. Mm-hmm. All I saw is that Hulk Hogan's not going to be in it. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. And that was the next thing we were going to talk about is this whole Hulk Hogan debacle. Hulk Hogan, if you haven't heard, which if you haven't heard, I don't know why you're listening to the podcast because you, you do know. Uh, Hulk Hogan yep. has said some pretty, pretty nasty things. Uh, definite heel turn. Yeah, or... real life, real life heel turn. Yes, yes, and he. So, so basically, what happened was mm-hmm. it came crashing down and it hurt inside, right. and you know, you know, people took a stand because you know it don't have to hide. <laughs> now, he is still a real American because he—that's what he claims. And saying yep. things on Twitter like uh, "everything happens for a reason" and things like that doesn't doesn't really help your doesn't case. Fix it. Yep. No. No, and especially because, and I think this is like he's going after, I think, the the website Gawker, who I guess they, they're saying allegedly they had released it, but the president of Gawker said that's not the case. They, I don't know how they got the information. So, hmm. and now even today they released something about uh, him going on a rant about, uh, uh, well, what's his name? Hmm. Uh, Jamie Foxx. They went over oh, a yeah, rant yeah, about yeah. him. So, and there still is more information coming out. So this is... I don't know. I guess it was from a, a being on a radio, talking to a DJ. Uh, I don't know the specifics. If he knew it was recording when he was talking, I heard some uh, audio, but I'm not sure if it was the actual. I, I I read something different than what I had heard, and I believe what I had read over what I had heard. I think they uh, said that the, the the audios were actually older audios or something along those lines. I don't know. I haven't heard any. Twelve is what they yeah. were saying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I, I just I just read what he said, and it's like, wow, you know, if he really said that, <laughs> he's really really messed up. Right, right. So I don't know. They've kind of just done this whole uh, wipe of Hulk Hogan, which I don't know how much that can ha- happen because you know, in in about you know two to three years, he's going to be back on the alumni section of of the WWE. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, they've done it for other wrestlers. Wait, did you say I could curse here? Can I say bad words? You you could say whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. Okay, so the, okay okay so they did it for Chris Benoit. There's my bad word. Uh, oh, that's the bad word is Chris Benoit. <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean I mean Chris Benoit is like he wasn't as mainstream, so you could I mean take him out easily. They're like okay, you know newer fans might not knew, know who he is, and unless they um, actually meet somebody who was a fan back then or something, or or they get to read a lot or something like that. But mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan, I mean. Can you really delete Hulk Hogan? I mean, Hulk Hogan is pro wrestling. I don't think you can delete Hulk Hogan as much as you can just tiptoe around him. And that's something that WWE is is amazing at, is, is tiptoeing yeah. around subjects and, and advertising things. Like when uh, CM Punk quit, they were still advertising things with him on the network. Their Facebook page was still updating things. They were still doing things on Twitter with him. Uh, they did the same thing with... Uh, 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 somebody else just just recently that they had gotten oh Alberto Del Rio was another one yeah uh, Del Rio yeah mm-hmm. that they had just they can easily just erase them and then just tiptoe around their careers and and it it just not affect them at all uh, WWE losing Hulk Hogan is not that big of a deal anymore I think no, when, yeah when I agree they got when they got Hulk Hogan to join it was right when the network was young it was trying to get people in to check out and feel nostalgic about uh, going into the network and now that yeah those have... 80s fans and right. maybe 90s fans who like the NWO oh they're gonna come right. back and 
Yeah, same thing they do like with The Rock and mm-hmm. to some extent with Stone Cold Steve Austin as well. Right. And and now that you have people like Sting and you have all this footage with Ultimate Warrior and you have uh, Scott Steiner and Kevin Nash. With the, I mean, they're even doing Click Week is the big thing they're doing on the network this week, which good for them. I've seen enough footage about the Click. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Isn't that like let's, the most overplayed fucking thing? Oh in the, my god. In the I get it. Uh, like, let's I give get... a week to like cruiserweights for WCW and let me see some Dean Malenko stuff for a week. I don't need to see any more information on the Click because when you when you watch a documentary about Shawn Michaels or Triple H uh, yeah, or DX yeah. or NWO... It's anyway, always there. It's it it has to begin with the click. So you know, there's I mean, no story we haven't heard of the click. I, th- I think if I had a penny for every time I've seen that fucking curtain call video, mm-hmm. I'd probably right. be fucking rich right now. Absolutely, and it's I don't know. I I, I get it, uh, but it, it it's there. Uh, but go back to the whole Hulk Hogan thing. Uh, I I, <laughs> I he's not helping his situation. I don't know where he goes all, next with this. Uh, yeah. Especially when more information is coming out, because obviously he's he's untouchable as a person right now until m- yeah. until like another celebrity comes out with more horrible news, until we get another Paula Dean or some situation like <laughs> or that. Donald Trump or something a- like absolutely, that. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And actually, to uh, sorry to go back to your point on mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan. Yes, I agree. I mean, it, it's like he wasn't much of an asset to WWE at this point, so it wasn't really a huge blow for them. I, I agree with that. And the other thing is that, um, um, what is it? You know, he, he said those things. He got eliminated. Yeah, I mean, okay, you can take out his merchandise from WWEshop.com and all that. But I guess my question was, like, can you really, I mean, are, are they really going to try to, like, delete his matches from the network and all that? I don't, I don't, oh, I don't know. They, they, they need... I don't think that, okay. that'll be the case. Because if they'd be doing that, they'd be doing that with Chris Benoit. They don't need to do that. Uh, yeah. I think what they're going to do is, uh, obviously, merchandise is gone. They just won't use him for advertising at all. Things with right. Hulk Hogan on it or Hulkamania, so right, we right. take it down. Uh, this just means the end of Curtis Axel's horrible gimmick. And maybe that's Thankfully. the best thing that can come out of this. Because I think... He is a talented person that just needs someone with a with the mic skills to be on there, or maybe just give him more time. I haven't seen enough of of Curtis Axel on his own in his own storyline that didn't involve him with slime on his face or something stupid like yeah. that. Yeah, I mean the, the the only reason I was asking is this Hogan stuff is again because I've been away for I mean a, a little bit distant, so I just wanted to uh, I don't know I wasn't really sure what was going on in terms of what WWE was doing with him, so I've been a little bit distant. But yeah, yeah, Curtis Axel, I think he has he, I think he has the talent. The problem with WWE nowadays, now that you bring up Curtis Axel, is that they'll they'll build up an awesome talent. It'll probably give them like I don't know a cool name or cool music. Have you heard Curtis Axel's? Interest music? Yeah, I like his music. It's it's like it's like I mean, uh, I have very little. I mean, there it is. For those who haven't heard it, it's like the most awesome fucking piece of wrestling interest music out there today. And not even, they're like not even using it. Starting a chainsaw is what it sounds like. <laughs> there you go. Okay, that's enough of that. I mean, I have Spotify, and I mean, the only two wrestling songs I have on there so far is Curtis Axel's song and Stone Cold Steve Austin's song. Oh, nice. But anyway, I digress. Um, the problem with WWE that I see is that they'll build up all these talents, and then all of a sudden it's like, okay, okay. I mean, you've got enough momentum. Okay, let's feed you to some someone. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what happened to Curtis Axel once he came into WWE. It's like you know they put Paul Heyman with him, and they cut this insane promo. Paul Heyman cuts this insane promo on how he's taking the name of his father and his grandfather, and he's mixing it up, and he's going to you know make an impact and all that. Right. And then what do they what do they do? They make him face Triple H, and then Triple H loses. Why? Because he fell sick or something like that. Not because this guy beat him, mm-hmm. but because he fell sick. Right. Or something along those lines. And then all of a sudden you realize that Curtis Axel is like, well, they, maybe they lost hope in him. And then he just becomes a ploy. He's like, well, he, he's going to be the obstacle for CM Punk, him and Ryback. Right. And you can tell that it hurt their careers. And it's something that WWE is doing lately that I don't really like or agree with. The fact that they're just... Oh, they're they're just building up cool stars. Oh, yeah, but they're just obstacles for for the, for for these guys to um to, to overcome rather than rather than being able to build a strong roster, which is what they should be doing, in my opinion. 
I, I agree. I agree wrestlers. completely. A lot of uh, I think there's a lot of uh, wrestlers that we see that just uh, immediately come in and gonna get get swallowed up. Uh, you have some wrestlers that you you push wrong, like Ryback's entire character when he came out and started wrestling local uh, jobbers. It didn't help. That hurt him more than it helped him coming out strong. Uh, you had people like Curtis Axel that were losing left and right to people like CM Punk. Uh, or uh, or anyone else that was coming around, or as soon as he was come, as soon as he came in, no matter how good Curtis Axel could have done, he was constantly going to be overshadowed by Brock Lesnar's return because yeah, he was exactly. with Paul Heyman. I think right. Curtis Axel had the same kind of loss in the shadows that Cesaro got. Exactly, uh, I was going to go into that. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. Yeah, same thing that happened to Cesaro after yeah. WrestleMania. Yeah, Third. and I can only hope that Cesaro comes out of this whole, uh, um, uh, this whole. Uh, match with uh, with uh, Kevin Owens and it could come out better than than he has because I feel like he's going to be like another Dolph Ziggler where they can use him in the main event and in the but he's still pretty much just upper mid card uh, he has yep. nowhere else to really go uh, which is which is especially frustrating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. I mean, I, and we 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 realize that not not everybody can be a main eventer. I mean, it's not like. We don't really expect everybody to go there because if everybody gets it and nobody's special, I understand all of that. But there's some people that you see and then you see the people get behind them like Cesaro after WrestleMania 30 when he won the Battle Royal. It's like, you know, people were insane. And have you ever stopped to realize the power of a single crowd? I don't know if you've ever uh, thought about that. I mean, look at Austin 316. When Stone Cold Steve Austin won King of the Ring, he went and did that promo. He says, Austin 316, he says, I just whipped your ass. The crowd erupts, and all of a sudden, you start seeing Austin 316 t-shirts. Why? Because it, it caught on. And it, it's not just the phrase. I mean, if he had said that and the crowd had been silent, I don't, I'm not sure that it would have the same effect. But because, you know, the crowd kind of reacted to it, then it sort of started snowballing. You know what the other example I like to give is? CM Punk. CM Punk was a heel in 2011. He sits down. He cuts the what people call the pipe bomb promo. Right. And all, all of a sudden, he goes into Money in the Bank and he's a fucking face. Because it's in, obviously because it's in Chicago. But that proved that, I mean, a single crowd... As, as, as was the, like, like, the, like the Chicago crowd turned the whole thing around for him. He was the heel. He was leaving with the WWE title. And he was going up against the guy who was supposed to be the white knight. The guy who was going to, um, you know, stop it all and, I mean, not quit. And uh, I don't know what the you know, hell else they were going to do with him. But, you know, John Cena wasn't going to allow this to happen. And so CM Punk pulled a heel move. He left. And then he comes back and he's, he's totally a face. Oh, absolutely. But I, th- I think the biggest thing about this is not just the crowd and heel and faces. I think we're getting into that time where you have enough talent and uh, storylines and, and uh, fans are evolving to the point that you no longer need uh, faces and heels. I think uh, Cesaro is a great point to that. No matter how you book him, whether he's with the real Americans and supposed to be someone who hates uh, anyone who's foreigners, we're still chanting for Cesaro. Uh, when he yep. was uh, with uh, Paul Heyman, supposed to be a heel again chanting for him because he's Cesaro. And it just didn't matter what we had given him. Uh, same thing happened with Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan was the same f- effect that he was in uh, Hell No, or Team Hell No. And even though there were some points where he should have been a heel, people were still chanting for him. So I think the right. biggest thing is I would like to see more character development where we don't have to worry about uh, heels and faces, especially when WWE is just doesn't keep track of it. We could have, uh, for example, uh, Randy Orton and John Cena are constantly either feuding or in a tag team together, back and forth and back and forth. And it, it, yeah. it just every time we see them feuding, they talk about this long lineage of, of these these two wrestlers just feuding their entire career. And then in two or three months, we're going to see them in the main event ta- teaming because they're both face at the time, and it just yeah. doesn't make any sense. It's just oh, face plus face. Oh, that's good. And then, I mean... <clears throat> It's kind of frustrating because, you know, as a as a wrestling fan and a guy who goes on the internet a lot, you know, it's, it, a lot of people say, oh, these inter- like internet fans, they don't know anything. They're always reading dirt sheets. And I can sort of understand that. But um, I, I, I think, well, I mean, there, there's uh, every now and then you'll get these reports about how they're uh, telling Wade Barrett not to say the bad news thing. Have you heard about that? No, I haven't heard that one. Oh, they said, oh, I mean, I mean, I don't know. This is just a dirt sheet report. I don't know how true it is, but apparently they had Wade Barrett stop his I've, I'm afraid I've got bad news gimmick. 
because it was getting over with the crown. And so you read these things and then you you go like, oh, okay, maybe it's not true. But then you see it play out live. It's like, well, if he has he had a cool thing going, why doesn't he have it going for himself for you know for him anymore? Right. And right. so it's kind of frustrating because it's like it's I mean I guess this plays to the point you were saying where uh, we're way beyond heels and faces. I mean look at Brock Lesnar and look at the Undertaker. Right. Hell, the Undertaker is a heel for life. He killed his parents. If we're gonna go into detail, <laughs> specifics of it, but right. I mean, Brock Lesnar came out, came back as a heel. Even in 2012, people still cheered every time he came out. And I think, I mean, I understand 2007, 2008, they wanted to like separate and do the, like, oh yes, the John Cena's and the what is it, Sheamus when he, he turned face and he spent a lot of time as a, as a face and all that sort of crap. But I think we're getting to a point where you know we might be seeing something similar to the attitude era in terms of you know character development like if you look at the rosters in past years uh, the end of the decade or the last decade uh, near 2010 there wasn't i don't think there was really that many characters that would really be as good as you know the characters in the attitude era again in my opinion but right now you know we saw king or bad news barrett that's a it's a really cool gimmick you know, we're, and we're seeing other characters that are flourishing. I don't know, Rusev, you can name a few that are just coming and, and they have this chance to have something that's different, something that's that can really make an impact. And it seems like, you know, they're getting limited uh, on some sides, you know. Uh, Dean Ambrose is another example, I think. Well, I like, I'm liking where Rusev is finally going. Uh, Rusev took a lot of time for me to finally start warming up to him. I didn't like him as much when he first joined, uh, started coming into the main event roster. Uh, now that WrestleMania is over and he's kind of getting this whiny Chris Jericho kind of thing, I'm enjoying yeah. his character a lot, a lot more. Uh, going back to Wade Barrett, my problem with Wade Barrett is they are constantly hitting the restart button with him. Yeah. Where he is Nexus and then he's uh, just the Poor, core. And, yeah, yeah. and then after the core, he's he's just Wade Barrett. And then after that, he gets injured, comes back, and now he's some kind of uh, London brawler. Immediately after that, he's Bad News Barrett. And then after that, he's he's now King, King Barrett. Barrett. Yep. Yeah, and you just like this character is he's not evolving at all. He's he you're just fast tracking him into new characters. Now that the characters, and that's not saying Wade Barrett is not using it. He's using his overall Wade Barrett premise to just kind of do the best he can with each gimmick they give him. Yep. But you're you're absolutely right. I mean, if even if that's not the case that that they are telling him that you can't say bad news Barrett, it, it would just probably just confuse the hell out of everyone because you're just he's the, he's Wade Barrett, bad news Barrett, King Barrett. Last week I said he was probably going to be stepmom Barrett. He just has <laughs> characters that he's just going way too fast through. Uh, Dean Ambrose is another one. He's just in stale water right now. He there's yep. no movement for him right now. Why is he not running for a belt? Why is the IC belt now not going to be a fatal four way match where Dean Ambrose is now in it with uh, uh, Big Show, Miz, and hopefully Ryback's back in time by uh, SummerSlam? But then. You have him, Dean, going into maybe a tag match with Roman Reigns and and Bray Wyatt and Luke Harper. They never really kind of, I mean, they kind of addressed the things with Roman Reigns and they kind of pulled a promo, pulled a promo for Bray Wyatt about it, but nothing really advanced in that storyline right now in, yeah. in regards to what's going to be next for it. So my question for you, Ed, is uh, sure. who do you think is going to be winning Bra uh, between Brock Lesnar and Undertaker? Where do you think both characters go next after wh whoever does win? That's a very interesting question, actually. Huh. Uh, it's, you know, it's interesting because I've given it some thought. Because, of course, I mean, I'm, I'm following things on the Internet. I was traveling on Sunday when Battleground took place. And, of course, sure. I had read some spoilers. And I was like, oh, maybe Undertaker. So, long story short, I, you know, went batshit insane. I was like, oh, fuck, I got to watch this. And and so I, I got into it. I, I saw the – I was able to catch the Raw after, after like, when, the, when they get into this brawl. The Brock Lesnar says, I'm going to kill you. And then the Undertaker says, you're going to have to, which I thought was really awesome. Absolutely. Um, um, I, I that that is my the the highlight of that feud is that part right there. I'm actually uh my SummerSlam poster I'll be doing will be revolving around them saying that. I'm I'm pretty excited about working on that. That sounds really cool. Um, but in terms of who's gonna win, I mean, here's the thing: The Undertaker has never defeated Brock Lesnar in one-to-one -one competition. Back in 2003, 
I mean, I, I, I don't know about house shows, but I mean, every time they fought like a pay-per-view, like they did this Hell in a Cell match, they did the biker chain match, Brock Lesnar always came out on top. And so for me, I would like to see, I don't know, I would like to see Brock Lesnar win, but that's just my, my personal opinion. But at the same time, you know, it, it, it's interesting because this is another aspect of coming into um, the what they call the IWC, right? The Internet Wrestling Community. Right. Um, is that, I mean, before I actually started reading posts and all that sort of shit, um, you know, I had my preferences. I would, you know, watch the shows. But I guess one of the, I don't know, you could say good parts and bad parts is that you start understanding the business a little bit better. Like I used to, I used to hate Cena a lot. I was like, why the fuck is Cena winning title again? You know, so on and so forth. But then when you read a little bit, you hear other people's opinions and, you know, you actually start hearing about the, I guess, what makes business sense or as Triple H would put it, what's best for business. There was a time where, yeah, Cena had to be the champion because, you know, there was nobody else around and blah, 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 all that sort of crap. But so that that, that comes into play here because it's like I can't even say what the best thing for business is because, I mean, Brock Lesnar has to eventually be taken down and then The Undertaker needs to retire eventually as well. So it's like, I mean, it's not like a new guy versus an old guy where you say, okay, the new guy has to go over or, you know, either the, the bad guy wins to make the new guy more sympathetic and to make the make him chase him a little bit more and come back and take his revenge or redemption or whatever the hell you want to call it. Or that story where you say, okay, the good guy finally wins it. So, and, and I mean... <sighs> The Undertaker isn't even a face right now, I think. I mean, he low-blowed Lesnar. I don't know how, what that... I mean, the, I, I personally believe that The Undertaker transcends this whole heel-face thing. He's not a heel or a face. He'll chokeslam anybody and or tombstone anybody, regardless of who it is. Right, and I think that's just going back to my argument about just we're beyond that, where, where he did low-blow Lesnar... But mm-hmm. still, everyone just freaked out. Like, does this mean he comes back as heel? And I think it's just that that's just now how it works with the with these wrestlers. Now, I, on the other hand, I I, I agree with you. It's just you you read all this stuff on the internet and you think about it outside of a as a outside of being a wrestling fan. And and I just I look at it. I think who whose career does it help regardless of who wins and loses this this match? And I, and I know it's not the biggest match of, of either one of their careers. But right. even so, I look at it as, does Undertaker win? And if that's the case, does that mean, you know, Brock Lesnar's unstoppable force? Because he has been an unstoppable force since he debuted. I mean, he had that, that loss against... He's had two losses since he's returned to the WWE. Right. Uh, he's lost against uh, Triple Cena, H and Triple H, John yeah. Cena. Yeah, uh, right. those are the only two times he's ever lost. Uh, I just don't see him losing to Undertaker. But then again, I look at Undertaker, and I'm just like, is if he loses, do I want to keep seeing Undertaker? Is this is this just how Undertaker's just career just ends? Which, to be honest, I'm okay with that. I'm I'm in this place in my life right now with wrestling that I'm I am willing to move on because I feel like we've just hit this this glass ceiling right now. Yep. With with current the current roster and there's so much more that is is coming out. We're seeing it now with the NXT and I just think there are careers that we can move on from. And I think people like Undertaker. Uh, I'm enjoying Brock Lesnar as a part-time wrestler. I enjoy. I agree. Uh, I I I am a huge fan of part-time wrestlers in the sense that Rob Van Dam's and Chris Jericho's and Rhino's can, can come in and wrestle for three months, help cycle through the roster and then they can leave. And then you don't have to keep worrying about, Oh, well, what's going to be the outcome for this wrestler. That's what makes matches with Chris Jericho and Rob Van Dam. So amazing is because they're not there to, to elevate their career at all. So if they take a loss, they take a loss. Rob Van Dam in last year's uh, money, the bank, he was unstoppable. He was yep. so enjoyable to watch. And that's just because they bring in these performers, performers just to help that match just get that extra amount of magic. So I am I am all about part-timers. I would like to see more of the wrestlers on the main main uh, on the main scene to be part-timers. Randy Orton, John Cena, uh, I would be Yep, I agree. Uh, Big Show, Big Show's kind of already like that because it seems like he just wrestles until he either has a movie or he gets injured, which is once every three weeks. So, <laughs> uh, 
I'm okay with just weeding him out. Yep. Oh, and by the way, going back to uh, Lesnar and Taker, again, we always go back to what the rumors on the internet are, and I always try to avoid this. I'm always like, I don't want to be like, what is it, the smirk or the mark or anything like that. I don't like, I mean, I, I don't really see myself in those terms, but um, I mean, I, I have to go back to the rumors, and please, I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I would not want to see Sting interfere in the Lesnar-Undertaker match. Oh, and the reason. And the reason for that is, you know these Russian dolls, like one opens and the you know another one comes out. You know, you know what I'm talking about? These like dolls. That, yes, you know, I, the, yeah, the, the little German or Russian. Exactly. It, it, opening, it, yeah. It's gonna be something like that. Like Undertaker returns to interfere in Brock Lesnar's match and challenge him, challenge him, and then oh, Sting interferes in the Brock Lesnar Undertaker match. It's gonna be a thing where oh, the, are just people gonna keep interfering in, in in these people's matches just to challenge them? I, I don't I don't want to see. I mean, if if Sting and Undertaker are gonna go, I mean, wrestle WrestleMania or whatever it is, Survivor Series, uh, fine, I'm cool with it, okay. But uh, don't keep repeating the same thing over and over again. Right. So please, right. no no Sting at SummerSlam. If WWE <laughs> ever, I mean, by some form of magic or luck or whatever it is, they get their hands on this recording please no sting i mean don't get don't make sting interfere on uh <clears throat> i mean to challenge the undertaker right now i said this last episode i would have liked to have seen uh at battlegrounds when undertaker would have gone in for the uh choke slam on brock we would yeah. have seen the lights go out then hear the the crow do its caw and then sting showed up then into an empty ring of just sting and undertaker and then build that up for SummerSlam. i think that would have been a lot better uh i would have rather been more excited for that because i want to see sting and undertaker in a match just once just give it to us be done with it i i i would like to see it especially because yeah. they're both in the same kind of age bracket that both of them can stay up with each other and both deliver on a really good match together uh but i don't yep. want that to be overshadowed by uh, by the allure of of wrestlemania you could have that at a survivor series you could have it at a night of champions you can have it in any right. pay-per-view and help that i think SummerSlam should have been where they would have should have given that to us would have should have could have i should say yeah. but then yeah i mean <clears throat> i do agree and i mean uh, uh up to a certain extent because mm. I, I think it would have been a cool moment do you remember back in what was it I think it was four years ago 2011 yeah where um, The Undertaker had this something 13 promo like uh, February 13th or February 23rd or oh, something yeah, like the that the one with the uh, Johnny the, Cash uh, song yeah and... the Johnny Cash guy and he had like a, a right. cabin that was it was raining yeah he exactly so he, he... Umbrella, so he came back to wrestle yeah, so he comes out and you know he's like, oh, the Undertaker's back again. He gets to the ring, he takes his hat off, and all of a sudden you hear Triple H's music. So that was like a, you know, it was like a, a pop upon a pop. I don't know if you if you get what I'm saying. No, yeah, like you know, yeah, people yeah, yeah. people are cheerful the Undertaker, and then all of a sudden, fuck Triple H. I mean, this uh, people have been talking about it. So I, I think this this idea that you mentioned that of staying appearing at, at the battleground would have been something similar. Like fuck, the Undertaker's here, and all of a sudden, oh shit! I mean, even what, even more? But the only problem I would have seen with that is, I mean, if that would have happened, then you're just brushing Lesnar aside, and I, 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 that's the only problem I would see with it personally. I'm like, uh, I mean, Lesnar isn't. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go that route of just pushing okay i mean just disappear with the lights and we'll just have this and you just go to the sidelines or i don't know this is my opinion on it sure i just don't know where either of them go because obviously after this i don't see obviously after this match i don't see we getting undertaker again oh and i agree i agree with that point yeah yeah, yeah. like what happens after lesnar taker i don't know Right. It's just, it's, does this just mean that regardless of this match, we just, they both just go home for a couple months and then we see Lesnar come back? Is this going to lead for something? I just, I don't know. I, I guess I just don't see any outcome that is a positive form in this right now. And that's just me looking at it now. Hopefully that we get to SummerSlam. I enjoy the shit out of the pay per view and I'm like, yep. man, I was fucking wrong. That match was amazing, and I can't wait to see Cesaro versus Brock Lesnar or whatever the next pay-per-view is or whatever it is. And, and that kind of sucks, the fact that you, you have the mentality, or I mean, when I say you, I mean, like, you know, one has that mentality mm. of, like, oh, what's going to happen next? Oh, that, does that make business sense? It's like, ugh, that shouldn't be the mentality, I think, in my right. opinion. 
So I, I guess my problem is, is I have that a lot with times where I look at it in a business sense, but now I'm looking at it just as an overall like business storyline, right. te television wise, like this just, I just don't see this leading to anything positive. Yep. And I think uh, I, 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 now that, I mean, the thing is, we've already seen Lesnar beat The Undertaker, so there's not not going to be any shock, anything. Right. Especially I, I mean, when, like, when, when Undertaker first came back and you saw the fear on Brock Lesnar's uh, face, I, I just, I was so angry at that because I just think that for the last year and a half, you've done nothing but talk about how you mopped the floor with Undertaker and yep. you destroyed him. So when he comes back, why are you afraid of him? Why are you not trying to kick his ass again? Now they, the next night they did that, but I just, I couldn't believe the shock in the character of Brock Lesnar on, on the WWE product because I just, you beat the shit out of Undertaker. You, you, you did three F5s. Confidently. And, yes. and on top of all that, here's the thing. It's not like Lesnar called the Undertaker out. It was the Undertaker who challenged Brock Lesnar for that match right. at WrestleMania. Right. So it's even, I mean, it, 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 if, if you come to think about it, I mean, it, it, normally you would have Brock Lesnar as the heel challenging the Undertaker. Oh, you know, I'm going to beat you as, as, as it happened with everybody else, you know, CM Punk, as soon as he challenged the Undertaker, he sort of took that heel side. Triple H, Shawn Michaels, they sort of take like, uh, they're sort of pushed to that heel side as, as soon as they challenged the Undertaker. But uh, Lesnar got challenged by the Undertaker, so that was a little bit weird. So it's not like Lesnar said, oh, you know what, I'm going to fuck you up, and you know what, I'm going to take your streak and all that. The Undertaker challenged Brock Lesnar, so that's make, that makes it even more interesting. And then the other aspect of this, and I, I mean, this just came to my mind. This is why I, I, I interrupted you. I apologize, but the thing is, um, it's not a business. It's not looking at it from a bis business uh, standpoint. It's the fact that whatever the outcome is, it's not something we haven't seen before. I think that's the major problem, and I just realized this. Lesnar beating the Undertaker, we saw it at WrestleMania, we've seen it more than 10 years ago. The Undertaker beating Brock Lesnar, we haven't seen it, but it's something like, oh, you know, the Undertaker gets his redemption. I mean, how many times has he done that already? Mm -hmm. So it's not something like, it's like you're saying, like, where does this lead? So I guess, I guess, yeah, in some sense, we're not really looking at it from the business standpoint. But again, as fans, it's like, you want to see the significance of, of, of the victory, whosoever it is. Whoever it goes to, it's like you want to see that significance. That's gonna make it mean much more. But then all of a sudden, it's like, well, I mean, does it really mean a lot for the Undertaker to beat Brock Lesnar? It's like, well, uh, they're just gonna keep in the loop. Like Lesnar beat Undertaker, Undertaker beat Brock Lesnar. Okay, right. It's, it's I don't think it's gonna do much. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that scares me because they might bring Sting into the match. <laughs> right. Right. Well, anything else you want to mention? I think we're kind of just wrapping up into that last last little bit here before we start wrapping this up. Anything you could think of? Uh, shit, not really. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> how, how much time? How much time do we have left? We could we could go up to another ten minutes if you have something. What do you got? Do you want to guess WWE songs on, on the guitar? Oh, okay. All right, we can do you this. Absolutely. I don't know how the sound comes. comes Sounds good. Out. Okay. Okay, so I'm gonna start off on the easy ones, and then get, I'm gonna get into pretty obscure ones. Okay. So move your, move your guitar just a little bit back. I don't want the listeners just getting destroyed by your okay. magical, magical stump wood. There you go. Is that better? Much better. Okay. Sort of. Let's see. Let's see what I can play. Uh, okay. I'll, yeah, I'll start off with an easy one. All right. Well, okay, here goes. It's the same thing repeating over and over again. I know. I I can. I know. I can. I can. I. I can hear it. I just don't know what it is. I just don't know. Hmm. Wait, but does, does it sound familiar, or is it... Oh, absolutely, it sounds very familiar. I just can't put my, a, a name to it. Let me play it again. Is it a current wrestler? Are we going to play Guess Who now? Well, <laughs> I don't kidding. know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I don't know how you would classify him. Yeah, I guess... No, no, he's not a current wrestler, no. God, who is it? 
Come on, you don't know who that is? It sounds extremely familiar. Dun, 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 dun. If you smell... What the... Come on, it's The Rock. It's too slow. I can't... I, it's too slow. So I, 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 I got it now. So do another Wait, one. Is it? Do another one. You mean another song or... Yeah, do another guy. Okay, okay. I'll throw another easy one at you. This should this this one should be really easy for you. Okay. Come on. Oh my god. I should know this one too. acoustic guitar I, I do realize it's not really the <laughs> i get the melody absolutely and you're right on it's my it's my problem that i'm not guessing right yeah um, no no and, and that's what i'm saying like i mean when you're used to listening to the song like the right. actual electric guitar uh -huh. the drums the guy singing yeah okay that's fine it sounds i like i want to say lita but i think i'm wrong you're um, oh my god you couldn't be more of i, I bet <laughs> Done to the difficult ones. Man. I know. All right, all right, all right. Who is it? Who is it? Let's move on to another one. I'm sure our listeners have already gotten it. That was DX. Oh my God, it is. Yeah. All okay. Right. Let, let all me right, do so all for two. How much time do we have? Uh, we got like another. We keep, we keep going. We keep. Okay. Going. I just want to keep track. Okay. Okay. No, you're That's... not. No, don't worry about it. Okay. Oh, by the way, I'm not the best guitar player in the world, so I might make mistakes. But let's see. Okay, I'll, I'll throw an easy one at you. You keep saying that, but I'm all for okay. two, so. This, this one, this one is, is easy. Let's okay. See. Let me, uh, let me see. Do you know that one? Is that like Kane or Undertaker? It's one of them, yes. Okay, it's Kane. No, it's The Undertaker. Damn it. <laughs> okay, let's see. This is the... For three. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> okay, here's a really easy one. I mean, there's no way in hell you can miss this one. And it's not this McMahon song. But it, there's, there's, man, really, there's, if, if you fail this one, I'll, I'll hang up. I'll, hang up the I'll, I'll get the, I'll get the fuck out of here. All right, everybody, if this is where the interview ends, you know I fucked up. Yep. If you don't recognize this theme song, you've done fucked up. Yep. Here goes. It's supposed to have two guitars actually, so um, keep your, you know, keep keep that in mind. So okay. I can't really play all the parts, but then it goes. Yet? No, the, I I thought I thought I almost had it in the first part, but okay. Let, let me let, let, let me try to let me one. let me try to do the both guitars then. Let's see if I can. You're do play, all right. Add the cartoonist is two guitars right now. No, no, no. I mean, I mean, I'm gonna try to play two and one. should have given you a better idea uh, what oh my god all right well i guess that's the end of the show guys because i can't <laughs> no, guess no, it no no. <laughs> no 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 that's that was you really don't know that one i got the first part it sounds like lita okay let, let me try to do all it all of them sound like lita's opening song see the thing is you keep bringing lita up <laughs> i know i'm stuck yeah. See, the thing is, I don't know how it's coming off, so I don't know how it sounds, but... No, it sounds it sounds perfect. It's my fault. Okay. Dun, 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 dun. I got that opening part. I get that. I just can't know. I can't put a name to it. <clears throat> what if I... Let me try to see if I can commentate next to it. Uh, is it a current wrestler? No, it's not a current wrestler. I didn't think so. Uh, Attitude Era? Yep. Mm. 
Is it, is it, uh, is that, is that, uh, is that Dean Malenko? Yeah, it is. No, it's, come on. It's not Dean Malenko. Is it Chris Benoit? It's, um, that's Chris Benoit. That's Chris Benoit's, yeah. <laughs> oh, whose is it? Stone Cold, man. Do it again. Well, I didn't have the glass shattering at the beginning. Yeah, you should have thrown a bottle and I would have got it. A bottle it. on the ground. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. All right, all right. Uh, let's do maybe one or two more. All right, two more. Okay. Let me think about this for a moment. Okay, so I, I guess tell me tell me what which WWE theme songs you're more familiar with. I'm familiar with none of them, apparently. I thought I was familiar with all of them. Uh, okay. We're going to have to have you on again, and we may just – because Pete, <laughs> Pete would love the shit out of this section if we did this with him. Okay, when did you start watching WWE? Uh, I started watching uh, – we don't have a lot of time here. I think I started watching right around the time of NWO was already established and Stone Cold Steve Austin was uh, feuding with Undertaker at the time. Uh, Undertaker was uh, doing sacrifices with Vince McMahon. Yeah, and, that's, that's uh, yeah, was, yeah, yeah, right around that time. Sure, well, I, I don't know what else I can play to try to well, – Play anything. Okay. You got two songs, and then we're, uh, we'll wrap it up. Two songs? Okay, okay. Well, okay, okay. I know. I'll, I'll, <clears throat> this one, I, I'm tired of saying you'll get this one. So because I'm not. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see if you get this one. Okay. This, the, again, this should be an easy one, but. familiar i can't deny that i don't, maybe it's just acoustic guitar that i just can't put it because the the melody on every single one you've had has been on point like i can put it on something i just can't put a name to it think about it i mean it starts off with just a chord i i was there i heard it um, and then it does one more and then it does two more current wrestler or attitude era uh, it was Attitude Era, but he wrestled until a while back, and he, I guess he still uh, he still wrestles every now and then. Then after the WWE, though. Wait, sorry, what? Does he still wrestle? Like, oh, it doesn't matter. Who is it? Who is it? It's Triple H. Oh, okay. Okay. One more. One, one more. more. I gotta guess this one. Okay, uh, let's see. I don't even care if it's an easy one. Just do it. Okay. I, I got this one. Okay. Again, I can't pull a name to it. Let me see. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, I'm not adding all these special effects no, I know. and all that. I know. So... All right, so what's the last one, and then we'll wrap it up. What was that one? This was this was Brock Lesnar. Okay, that's what I was thinking too. That's what I thought of right away when you started playing it. I was like, oh, I bet I'm wrong. You know, I'll, I'll be back, and then I'll do, you know, right. if, if you invite me, I'll be back. No, and I'll, well, Pete even... will nail each one, and if he doesn't, he's an idiot. Well, <laughs> uh, we'll just wrap this up here quick. I want to thank Ed for coming on. Check out his Facebook page. It's just fa uh, facebook.com slash wrestlingcartoons. Uh, or, yeah, that's all it is. And you can follow on Twitter. It's H-E-R-R underscore O-P-A. Uh, again, my name is Brandon Kirkpatrick. You can go on to the Full Nelson Press where you can see my comics. You can also see our podcasts. Uh, follow us on Twitter, uh, T-F-N-P. Uh, uh, we haven't found, uh, like, a, uh, like a send-off yet. Oh, speaking of which, I should probably mention, because uh, somebody asked about this earlier, uh, yeah. my, our email address, you can contact us, it's contact at thefullnelsonpress.com. Uh, any questions, any news, anything you want us to cover, just send it there, but we haven't figured out a send-off yet of what to say at the end of the show. W what do you think, Ed? 
I mean, you put me on the spot. I, I can't think that fast. I know. <laughs> I'm not sure. All right. Well, uh, I guess I'm just going to go with last time. Uh, again, uh, just thank Ed here. Uh, thanks for listening. Thank you very much for having me. Goodbye. <laughs>